0: As we get to our 100th episode, Spectacular, we've been, like, thinking about the surprisingly small number of categories of episodes we had. And a new addition to this has been Internet of Shit, and a new (laughs) subcategory of that um, now appears to be uh, Nonsense on the Blockchain.
1: Yeah. I still can't believe how how stupid it is. Oh, my God. Like, seriously, this is what we're going to spend a bunch of energy on? This is the great idea for... It's not. This ain't it.
0: Yeah, so specifically uh, what we're talking about this time is... Well, remember in our first Bitcoin episode, we talked about um, websites that had apparently been compromised and the uh, perpetrator merely injected a uh, Monero cryptocurrency miner into the JavaScript? Yeah, now major media. Or maybe it was some rogue engineers or, you know, we didn't get some straight answers out of every company. But yeah, you were saying...
1: Now, major media properties are doing it on purpose. And, like, I understand that they need money to do the things that they do and that ad money is nothing anymore. But, like, I really don't want to be involved in the whole cryptocurrency thing, even tangentially. And I definitely don't want to waste a bunch of my electricity my processor cycles, my cooling bills potentially in the summer, like depending what machine I'm using yeah, and whether I keep their crap open long enough. I mean, I block all ads anyway because they tend to be annoying and often serve malware, but I like double extra, double plus block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything that wants to use my computer for cryptocurrency mining.
0: Yeah. So uh, this is referencing directly um, the fact that Salon is testing this thing where so if you go there with an ad blocker you know it says oh you're using an ad blocker um and your two choices besides right click inspector hide this element (laughs) are um Mm. okay i've disabled it and then it'll refresh the page and you'll see ads or uh suppress ads beta block ads by allowing salon to use your unused computing power which it does to you uh, uh, Monero mining via JavaScript. Um, so the thing about unused computing power <laughs> is it's mine. Yeah. You 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 don't get to lease it without paying me.
1: Well, I guess they their position would be that they're paying you in salon in articles. Yeah, but uh, I don't think so. I. I actually, so I'm one of those nerds who's a Slate Plus member, because I'm willing to do that sort of thing. But you know what? That was voluntary, and it doesn't use any extra cycles on my CPU, which I don't, it's not like my CPU is going to waste if I'm not railing it 100% of the time. Like, it's not
0: expected to operate under those conditions. No, it is not, Uh, which is one of the reasons why I've been, um, you know, at least, privately bitching about the lack of Mac Pro updates is because the non-Xeon hardware isn't made to render overnight. It's just bad for it. Yeah. Shame on Salon for, um, (laughs) uh, just, you know, I'm offended by ad blocker blockers. I think there is a balance to be had, and as usual in Weird things you would never think they would be the leading edge in. The uh, pornography industry is on the leading edge of, you know, the line between ad blockers and serving ads, which is that they just shame you. So like uh, uh, Pornhub famously does this where they have a premium tier. And if you're using an ad blocker, it just shows the in-house ad for that, which isn't caught by ad blockers. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, so they could be doing the same, which is, hey, we have a premium tier, but then let you proceed anyway.
1: Yeah. I really hate ads a lot and I have not paid for the Pornhub <laughs> premium tier because I don't really consume that much pornography. But if I did, if I did consume a lot of pornography, I would probably consider it. I mean ads are annoying and if they were an important provider of content to me, I would be willing to pay for it. I don't I
0: don't know how much it is, but like Slate Plus
1: really isn't very much money. Yeah.
0: I understand that it's going it's an uphill battle to get people used to the idea of paying for content because you know we've spent the last <laughs> uh two decades just trading our personal information <laughs> for
1: content. Yeah, but even our personal information isn't worth that much anymore apparently. Um and uh, it's it's kind of awkward cuz like even it's not like Uh, when people paid for their newspapers, they were paying all of the money that was required to print. Absolutely not. I mean, there were always ads in newspapers, both in the form of classified ads, which were, you know, just regular people ads and big, you know, buy (laughs) buy my patent liver tonic
0: ads. Yeah, towards the end of newspapers, it got kind of gross where, you know, like, you get a magazine and it's nothing but those cards to fill out for more magazines. Yeah. And full page ads and like the uh the back page New York Times ad, like, used to be a big thing, but like, you know, even that has lost its prestige because, you know, it's everything's turned into an ad rag now. Kind of. And even in like regular
1: magazines, you get like it's like bloggers sponsored content where right. it's where it's like written by the actual company that sells the thing (laughs) and pretty either completely or essentially um which which like i really hate that i i used to subscribe to cosmopolitan because i don't know I don't remember why. I liked the perfume samples. I like to smell things, <laughs> and and some of the stories were entertaining. And then there there was like the ludicrous sex advice, which was always also entertaining. Although not, I guess it must be meant to be entertaining because that's some of that shit's just not plausible. But there's a
0: subreddit dedicated to that.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um... <laughs> But it was I, you know, I really hate it. And uh, those those like, I guess, oh, man. So like my company actually like kind of sells those in one of our applications. They're called advertorials. I hate that shit. Ugh,
0: that's I don't like that word even.
1: Yeah, nobody's. I don't think anybody's bought any, but I'm not sure because they're trying to. It's the same. It's the same thing, actually. My company's trying to monetize this thing that isn't easily monetized, and one of their ideas was, oh, well, we'll sell these editorial things, and nobody's buying them. People just aren't. I don't know. Just aren't super interested. And I proposed that we should sell the user information, but nobody, you know. <laughs> We're having, uh, we have this new thing where people can create user accounts and we collect certain demographic data about them. And we're like, well, we should sell that demographic data back to people. (laughs) Our most valuable data is that, but nobody, I I mean, I'm like partly joking, but also like that's... But that's where the money is. Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah. Although (laughs) it, it, it may be an alarmingly small amount as well, though. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Like, so like... When thinking about advertising, someone who is not participating in buying or selling ads usually thinks, like, the smallest unit of measurement is a penny. And no, it is not. (laughs) It is pennies or one or less per thousand impressions that ad money is usually expressed in. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a thousand users, I mean... Might make a nickel out of it.
1: I used to, um, I used to have, well, I still do. The site's still out there. Our, our, my husband and I did an American Idol, uh, statistics blog. <laughs> like, we, we, yeah, totally. I mean, I didn't, I think the only nerd shit I did was around maintaining the website. But we had, we had, I guess we probably still do have Google ads on it. And after like, God, like four years and th- thousands and thousands of visitors, I got, I finally broke the the threshold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for Google ads. So that wasn't <laughs> a, an astounding success. And like, so when I was doing Unconsolable, we used iTunes affiliate. I set up an iTunes affiliate account, um, which I still use whenever I post <laughs> about games on Twitter <laughs> because, you know, why not? Yeah. It took, again, it took years to actually. I think over the entire course of the podcast there was like maybe
0: forty dollars in in affiliate marketing revenue. And and how much of that was that time Brian bought three hundred dollars worth of The Simpsons?
1: Uh well I think that was after the podcast ended. But yeah, oh, that okay. was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was definitely a top earning day. <laughs> when Brian bought the entire Simpsons with my affiliate link that was rad it took a few days for that one to be deemed uh, legal I guess <laughs> legit it's it's hard to make money with internet stuff even at the extremely casual level um, that I want to do it at and that's why we have things like Patreon now like I don't know I, I think we probably kind of shit on um, uh, Touch Arcade About their Patreon. But that was totally unfair. Like, Touch Arcade is trying to do stuff. And nobody's paying them. Except some of their user base. But less and less of it. Because I guess Patreon's kind of going away. Like, people are less enthused about it? Or,
0: I don't know. Yeah, so they did a thing where they wanted to get rid of their $1 tier. Because in their broad metrics, like... Website-wide, like for the company, those tiers didn't actually add up to a significant amount of money. And with transaction fees, like it really didn't. But, you know, for small-time content creators who are, you know, maybe just asking for a pittance to put out a podcast episode every week, um, those $1 tiers were the ma- the majority of their Patreons. Um, yeah, yeah. So and if
1: you have, you know, 200 people giving you a buck, that's probably and but they they literally like some some it's kind of funny like it's sort of a well-known phenomenon that people who do not themselves have a lot of money are far more likely to share yeah. than than people who do have a lot of money. Yeah. So a lot of these people they can scrape by. They can they can live with giving a dollar here, or a dollar there, but they couldn't do five here and five there. That's just it wouldn't work with their budgets. So those people go away. It's not like they're going to be new. You know, instead, you'll have 10, $20 donators. That just it doesn't happen.
0: Right. And those people that say, you know, they've chosen their five $1 recipients a month, they're not going to Sophie's Choice, the $5 <laughs> recipient. They're just not going to do it at all.
1: Yeah. And that blows because yeah. A, it really hurts the feelings of the creators who are losing patrons. Right. And B, the people who had been giving their dollar feel terrible, but they can't do five. They just can't. And they won't, you know, try to. And it's it's super terrible. I, I do. I feel bad for small creators. I feel less bad for like salon. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like a lot less bad for salon. Although I get it that it's also humans who work there, but I feel like they would probably, they have, they definitely have better resources to try something
0: else. Right. And so the thing about using, uh, you know, my allegedly unused computing power is that uh, the biggest reason that I block ads isn't necessarily clutter. Um, It's all like, The tracking scripts, and it's not about the privacy. It's just about how heavy they are. You know, they're megabytes apiece. (laughs) And just crunching through them to like, just like, you know, for the just-in-time compiler to validate it takes computing power. And, you know, you save a lot of battery. And, you know, I use a lot of laptops and phones and iPads, you know, just blocking ads because they're so ridiculous um and unfortunately it looks like one of the next things that people are attempting to shoehorn the blockchain into um is the tracking aspect of ads Um, both from the uh tracking the user perspective which is horrifying because the (laughs) blockchain is 100% valid you know as much time and energy as it wastes to validate it, but you know, it's real. Um, you know, it's not just correlating stuff like it is with IP addresses and user agents. Mm. And the other thing is using it, um, for bidding between advertiser networks and, uh, publishers. Um, now, luckily, um, because all the blockchains suck, um, Mm. You know, they're doing, like, 20 transaction validations a second, and, you know, that needs to be millions. Yeah. (laughs) So we're a long way off from that. Um, And, you know, allegedly it's, you know, to go after click fraud or whatever, which, yeah, that's fine. Go after click fraud. That's fine. Yeah, it's just... All the energy and all the energy going through that. um, And if you're piggybacking off of Ethereum and you're doing tiny transactions on it anyway, and you just... I disapprove. Yeah. And my biggest fear is that like, (laughs) you know, so blockchain ads might not pan out because it might take us like 10 to 20 years to get an efficient blockchain. (laughs) Um, But short term cryptocurrency mining, like just might be a thing that starts showing up in apps if it isn't already rampant on Android.
1: Yeah, I do wonder about that. I kind of hope there's some leadership, some guidelines from Apple that you cannot do that. Because the last thing I want is to be burning through my phone battery, mining coins. Right. (laughs) And I know that it's not going to be the developers I know and love who are going to do this. It'll be like some asshole.
0: Yeah, but what if it comes to them, like, accidentally via their ad network? There's only, like, three big ad networks, you know. That's uh, true. Unity Ads, uh, Ad Colony, and the other one. And those are the ones that have hemorrhaged payout amounts, like, literally since Crossy Road came out. Mm. So, you know, it may happen accidentally.
1: (laughs) That's true. And I don't want that, because even if it's, like... For the 30 seconds or a minute that I'm sitting and watching a Unity ad in Crossy Road to get the coins, the special coins to get the special characters, now that I've been doing a ton of that lately. Haha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's still going to be sucking my battery a hell of a lot faster than just rendering a normal ad.
0: Right. It'll be using it as much as the game would be, because theoretically it could peg the GPU if it wants. Ugh. But at least it'll be more profitable than salon's JavaScript ads or JavaScript mining
1: yeah but but no <laughs> I, I really I really want my phone to last for pretty much all day, which it pretty much does, except if I've done a lot of real gaming, which is a euphemism for gaming on the toilet it's <laughs> actually actually it does I mean, I work from home now so i can so I can play games during boring meetings, which I couldn't do before. It's great, but um, generally speaking, I can get through the day, and I would like to keep it that way without having to go to a Giganto phone.
0: Oh, I couldn't get it even with the Giganto phone. So, mm. so we really have to hope it doesn't happen.
1: I mean, I would just have to stop using ad-supported apps, which would pretty much. Suck yeah because some of them don't have an alternate monetization scheme, so I would just like not be able to play Crossy road anymore, so I'm really hoping that uh this doesn't happen because i i you know I still like Matt Hall and Andy, some I think yeah. they're
0: cool, so mm. yeah, what I did like was um the uh what was it the the piggy bank? Was like a real money purchase, and then that right. completely changed the payout schedule on everything. Although you did still see ads,
1: yeah. I guess it's true that I could just buy all the rest of the characters.
0: Well, that would be an ass load of money, it would. <laughs> it but that's we, getting uh, into consolable territory there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but generally, um, I already just avoid apps that have ads in them, just because it's usually tasteless. I think the only one that I uh, let ads be shown to me is uh, Overcast. And um, we should be mentioning Overcast occasionally, because I have started using the uh, forecast encoder in the rare uh, situation that I need to put a chapter marker in. And that's like the price of it. Um, But the ads in Overcast are just Ads yeah, for other podcasts, yeah, and, and the link opens in Overcast.
1: Yeah, those, it's like the best possible kind of ad. It's likely to be relevant to you. Yeah. <laughs> They're non obnoxious. Right. They don't
0: interrupt you in any way. Right, like um, like if I were uh, paying and it had a switch to turn them back on, like I might because I found shows via it. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe you know, just the fixed advertising is not advertorials, but you know, or what was it? I already messed up the name. What was it called? It was advertorials. Oh, okay, because it just sounds <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, it does. But, <laughs> but better sponsored content.
1: Yeah, we've got uh, it, just anything to avoid this crypto nonsense.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, one crypto nonsense to go out on. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, LitePay, which is like supposed to be like the easy to implement payment platform for accepting Litecoin, which is one of the top 10 by market cap uh, altcoins, um, was announced today or yesterday. And Litecoin went up like 15% on the (laughs) pre-announcement because, you know, everyone who was a insider on just paying attention to news on their beloved Litecoin, you know, bought more because they assumed this would be mainstream news and then it would moon, which is the word they use for going up, you know, by like 50 to several hundred percent. And it didn't. And I'm just so happy about that.
1: They didn't
0: entirely fulfill their own prophecy. (laughs) But they sure tried. (laughs) Ugh, nerds. (laughs)